You You are are now now listening listening to The The Black Black Spark, Spark, a podcast about actively balancing healthy relationships, mindful parenting, and mental and physical wellness in this this crazy crazy world. world. I guarantee that I will spark the the, the brain that will change the world. And that's our job, is to spark somebody else watching us. Welcome to The Black Spark. Welcome to The Black Spark. I am your host, Nia. And Adai. And we are here giving you all a special, special Valentine's episode. Yeah. Ow. We weren't going to do it because we actually don't Care. do anything <laughs> <laughs> romantic for Valentine's Day. And no. it just popped into my head like, oh, shit, it's Valentine's Day. And I have like a relationship podcast. So Weird. I should probably do something. Wait, is this a relationship podcast? That's what it's listed under on iTunes. Oh, you did that. Well, it wasn't. It, there was very few categories to choose from. It's not a self help podcast. This is not a self help <laughs> podcast. <laughs> it's not about you financial just, wellness. Yourself might need some help, but this is not yes, a self help podcast. Yes, that's true. That is true. <laughs> so, what are we going to be doing? That's Valentine's Day in this. Are we still going to Kinji for the uh, couples class where we get to k- kick each other? Yeah, we're going to Ooh, our kids. That's romantic. <laughs> We're going to our kids' martial arts school. We're having a couples class uh-huh. on Valentine's Day where we get to um, beat each other up. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. At least this way we can do it physically instead of the emotional toll that we always... <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to learning some fun. Yeah. self-defense moves. If you're in L.A., check Kung out Fu, Kenji's Kaju Kimbo. Kaju Kimbo. Check them out on Instagram at Kenji Kaju. K-I-N-G-I-K-A-J-U. It's pretty cool. And it's a great community, too. So I feel like this is just the beginning of our journey into podcasting. So I think we should tell people how we met. Everybody always asks. So how'd Mm -hmm. you guys meet? Yeah, that's usually when we want a double date. We met in college. We Mm -hmm. went to Stony Brook University in Long Island, New York. Yep. And I was finishing up my first bachelor's degree. And the guy was finishing up his master's, master's degree. Yeah. I had transferred from um, City College to Stony Brook. My best friend was already there. And she and Adai were acquaintances. Yep. They had taken a part in a group called Meeting of the Minds. It was a group of students of color. Like-minded, revolutionary, progressive philosophers. And they would meet probably like once a month or so, once mm. every six weeks-ish. And just Starting talk about... at like 7 p.m. ending at like 7 a.m. <laughs> talking about politics and love and relationships Philosophy, and history and health economics, and... Economics, revolution. All kinds of stuff. Yeah. So um, when I got to Stony Brook... Uh, my best friend and I got a apartment. Yep. And we switched it, to hosting spot. Yeah, so our apartment became the place to host these meetings. And um, he and I met there um, just, you know, talking amongst the group and sharing and things like that. When we were not interested in each other at nope. all. Nope. <laughs> um, so one day I was having some issues with a guy I was dating and this was when AOL Instant Messenger was a thing. That's right. That's how yeah. old we are. Dated. <laughs> That's how mature we are. So I was uh, in my room and I was on AIM. <laughs> and I don't know who I was talking to. But anyway, a guy popped up and we just started chatting. He's like, oh, what's going on? And I just started telling him 
all this crap that was happening between me and my then boyfriend. And he was like, you want to just come over and talk about it? I was like, sure. Was he really your boyfriend? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I went over and he made me some tea. Sipped the tea. (laughs) I don't know what he put in that tea. There was nothing. It was nothing special about the tea. It was was very a nice gesture that he invited me over to talk about my issues. And he made me some tea and we talked and he gave me advice. And I listened. Yeah. Yeah. And that was nice. Yeah. Did anything else happen? Yeah. Not that time. I don't know time. if you stayed over. I didn't stay over. Yeah. No, I went back I probably, home. I walked you home. Propped through the wood, through, through the, the woods. woods. <laughs> Up and down that hill. It was fun. And so the next meeting that we had at my apartment, my boyfriend who had like ghosted me before ghosting was a thing. Yeah randomly showed up after like i don't know how many weeks of not answering any calls or being completely unavailable and he showed up all the way at the end of the meeting like Mm -hmm. i don't know what he was doing Mm -hmm. wasn't he djing the show or whatever no he was just being a douche Mm -hmm. and so i broke up with him like he came he came to the meeting at the end i told him let's talk in the back i broke up with him and then i started talking to a guy it wasn't right then and there. Not right then and there. Because yeah. what had happened was, Adai didn't want to be in a relationship. Nope, y'all heard that. <laughs> it was the last episode, right? I was like, I'm good, y'all. Adai didn't want to be in a relationship. He was interested in this girl who was super Different cute. Different girls. Well, there was this one girl. Yeah. Anyway, he was trying. He he kept thinking that he would talk to this girl. And he was never actually doing anything to. It's funny, we worked together, too. She lived, like, right around the corner from me. Yeah, she was super cute. He wasn't doing anything to approach her. And I was like, okay, well, yeah, I ain't going to just be sitting around here, so. It wasn't just her, but yeah. Go ahead, continue. Sorry, I said I wasn't going to say nothing. Go ahead. No, you got it. How many more hoes you got in the old area code? No. <laughs> that you one area code. That you don't Same actually campus. talk to. Same campus. <laughs> So he was just fantasizing about these women and not actually... So you're trying to play me. I'm not trying to play That's you. I'm trying to true. get you. I had multiple women trying to get with me. And I was like, yeah, I don't want... I'm good. I don't want a relationship. Okay. Yeah. I was straight up. And, like, and then what happened? What do you mean? How did you end up in a relationship then? He was good to me. He was good peoples. They was good peoples. She tried to get me laid... <laughs> With another friend. <laughs> it was awesome. It was a beautiful story. Another friend came by one day to visit. After having graduated. And it was one of those weekends. That it was like party weekend. And I don't know why. But I'm in my room. Maybe getting ready for the party. And Nia calls me talking about. Yo so and so needs to get laid. And I was like what? What are you? What's happening right now? And she's like, yo, she's over here. She needs some good. And I'm telling her you got it. And she's too shy. I don't want to spoil the, the friendship y'all have. And I'm trying to let her know we all friends. And it's all it's going to be all good. She should just come through and get it. Y'all remember that? We she, weren't she, dating yet. No, we weren't dating at okay, all. Okay, because I'm like, yeah. Okay. We weren't dating. Yeah. We should just come. You just, I'm telling her, you know, we all we all good peoples. I'm trying to explain to her that nothing bad's going to happen. You need some. She needs some. Y'all should just do it. And I was like, all right, that's, yeah, I appreciate that. You're a truly a good friend. So, but there's something about the act of trying to get your friend laid that meant something to me. I was like, yo, that's good peoples. The key is, the lock is where? <laughs> <laughs> the key. So I was, now there's something 
very significant about that um, because it wasn't just like you you it's funny because I never thought about it until just now you knew exactly what the prescription was because I wasn't trying to be in a relationship and you tried to help me get the thing that I wanted so I could finish getting my degrees anyway so so how'd you end up in a relationship we just happened into this relationship what is your take on it I agree I'm just I'm asking for your take it was just we so I, I always tell people this we got to know each other through the meeting of the minds without having to deal with any of the 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 parameters of courtship. I think a lot of people don't have that privilege right now where they're always looking for somebody to be with. And we weren't looking for, I wasn't looking for anybody to be with. I got to know Nia on a very deep spiritual, emotional level, philosophical, political, child rearing. I got to know her in a very deep way without having to worry about going out on dates and who's going to pay for what and holding a door and you ain't call me back and all that other stuff that people tend to think are the building blocks of a healthy relationship like we just got to know each other so like when it came time to when we finally actually did get physical after another night of sipping tea and talking (laughs) it was pretty no-brainer for me it was all heart it was just like this just makes a lot of sense it just like it just felt good and not just not the physical, it was, it's a deep spiritual connection that we have. And so, not that kind of spiritual, y'all, because that came later. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so then we did, the, he gave me what he now calls the wifey quiz. Mm-hmm, that I didn't know was in my head. And I just randomly came up with these super deep questions out of nowhere. Mm-hmm, like he was, nowhere. like, like he was test driving the relationship. Yes, quite literally. <laughs> I didn't know so, it was in me. How many children do you want? What do you think about raising children? Where do you want to live? Why you gotta say it like? Why you gotta talk like that? I don't talk like that. Okay. <laughs> well, okay what, okay, okay. what else am I asking? I don't. I, I don't know. That, those were like some of the main ones. Did we talk about money? I Philosophy. I don't know if we talked about money. What else did we talk about? Anyway, he asked me all these different questions as if we were filling out like a Match.com quiz or something. Damn, I could have started a website. You could have started a website. Make some money. <laughs> and then I don't remember exactly how it was. It wasn't like, hey, do you want to be my girlfriend? Yes or no. But it was something like, okay, so are we dating? And I was like, I guess. <laughs> I guess so. May, I guess so. May 7th? Yeah. Like, May I 7th. guess so. And that's how it all started. Yeah. Woo! Romance. (laughs) (laughs) You wouldn't look for nothing at that time either, right? I mean... You were kind of fed up. Yeah, I was... Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I'm good. (laughs) I wasn't... I wasn't not looking for anything, but I definitely wasn't looking for anything. I just was like... Whatever happens. Yeah. And it, uh, like Adai said, it felt like, I, I just looked at who we were at the time, mm-hmm. and I felt like, this yeah. this, this, this works. will work. This yeah, works. This works. <laughs> this works. This works. <laughs> real practical. Yeah, like, it wasn't butterflies in the stomach, lovey-dovey, or anything like that, and there was not much, like, chasing or, you know. Yeah, we had to create that. Yeah, but it, it just made sense. It just made sense. <laughs> pretty much yeah yeah and it works yeah it has been working yeah Yeah. so that was back in uh 2003 word 2020 so it's been working 
Yeah, it's still working. <laughs> <laughs> so how? So along these lines, mm-hmm. we're gonna ask each other just some random Valentine's Day e ish ish questions. We don't. Did I say this already? We don't celebrate Valentine's Day. Yes, I feel like we, we should we, just let him. We know. said we don't care. We don't. It's not actually. to be a downer. Yeah. It's just it's not our thing. It's never been our thing, and that's probably was in the in the wifey quiz. Like <laughs> we're not capitalistic and things of that nature, so we just live our lives and be with each other and enjoy joy on a daily basis. Yeah. So how did you know I was the one? Okay, so the Y chromosome answer is you try to get me laid. <laughs> The true answer is more. It was. It's just a. It's just a. A perfect formula of. This made sense, mind, body, and soul. Like, when I thought about all the advice I had gotten from my older relatives and watched all the challenging relationships that other people had had, and 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 listened to the advice that I had had given other people. Like after we got to know each other so well, and realized there was a physical connection if we wanted it, I was like. There's no reason not to. Like, there's no reason to say no to this woman who just showed up in my life and is perfect for me. So I was like, yeah. Aww, it wasn't so like, sweet. but it wasn't that. Like, yeah, of course it is. <laughs> oh, and you know, I think what happened was towards the time after we agreed to be in a relationship, that's when I allowed myself to feel romantic. Because, you know, prior to that, I was like, I cheated before in in, in every in relationship I've been in. So I was like, I, I'm not going to do this. Relationships aren't for me. I'm like, clearly I can't do it right. So I'm not going to do it. Um, and that's when I went to find myself. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to do me. And I did a few other people, but they were clear that it wasn't going to be a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, yo, I could actually be, I could, I feel like I could actually, there's enough here that I could actually not cheat. Oh, I could actually be honest. Okay. Shall I keep asking questions or you want to go now? What is my best partner slash relationship quality? Ajay's best partner slash relationship quality is being a great listener. Hmm. In all of Ajay's relationships, in all of his being, is a great listener. So he's that way with me and the children and his colleagues and his students and his friends and p- telemarketers who get who piss him off over the phone and the people <laughs> at the DMV. <laughs> I'm very patient. He's very he's a very good listener and very patient. That those are his best relationship qualities. Hmm, thank you. Mm-hmm. I mean, but that's why I like um, meditation. I'm the calm in the storm. Interesting. Thanks. Is the love the same now than it that it yep. as it was? Uh huh. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Is the love the same now as it was in the beginning of our relationship? Is the love the same? It's much greater. It's um intangibly different. Like we said earlier, I think we said a few episodes ago, like we were talking about, we were talking about the honeymoon phase, the second honeymoon phase. You know, I think after we decided to actually be together monogamously it felt like courtship ish or like dating ish when we were back in new york for that summer (laughs) the Mm -hmm. little bit of summer we left school and went back to new york um and we were like hanging out in the city and all that jazz that was fun because we felt like we were dating and we didn't have to we didn't have the same issues of being at stony brook campus but 
the love has definitely evolved over time with the increase in, in responsibilities, with moving around the country, with changing jobs and going back and forth to school, meeting new people, starting the, the black couples of Atlanta group, like all kinds of stuff that we've been through. So, nah, I don't think, I don't think it's the same at all. If anything, the fact that we've taken on so much as a couple makes it far greater and more powerful. Okay. Yeah. What is the fondest memory you have of us? The fondest memory I have of us that I can think of right now is a guy trying to teach me to rollerblade <laughs> in New York City that <laughs> summer after we graduated from Stony Brook. We were blading through or in and around Brooklyn mm-hmm. and then we bought a mango from oh. somewhere. Where did we get the mango from? The dude on the street. The dude on the street sold us a mango. Big fat mangoes. Juicy mango. We sat in front of Wingate High School. Yep. And no knife. We just like true Westinian people (laughs) sat there and ate a mango. Two mangoes. On the street. (laughs) On the street. On the curb. In front of the high school. Wow. I forgot about that. Yeah. That was nice. Mmm. Yeah. That was good times. That was a lot of blading. Yeah, we did a lot of rollerblading, and I still don't know how to blade, but well, it was fun. You know how. Might not be good at it, <laughs> but you know how. <laughs> okay, do you believe in love at first sight? Yeah. I think I've experienced it twice. Mm. I messed both of those up. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I experienced it twice in my life. I The first time was more love. The second time was like a, a lusty love. But the first time I was like dumbfounded. Yeah. <laughs> dumbfounded. Like just like Snap. Oh my God. <laughs> and she was fine, but not like that wasn't what got me. It was just I was I was sitting there in the the guidance what do you call it? Guidance counselor's office because we used to hang out there. She just rolled in and now hang I was out, like, you were in trouble. No, no, I knew her. I was going to college, honey. <laughs> <laughs> she was helping me figure out what the hell I was doing in my life. Um and then she just rolled in and now I was like I was like, I think I probably even stumbled a little bit. Like, uh, like I just lost. I left my body momentarily. And I was like, oh, my goddess. Wow. And the second time was at Lehigh. I had been introduced to her by her roommate after having known a roommate for, like, the whole summer. And um, there was a super brief introduction. She was like, hey, here's my friend. And I looked up at her and I was like, she's like, Hi. And I was like, something about the tone of her voice, and the way she said it, maybe those legs too. Like a chipmunk? No. Hey! Hi! <laughs> maybe! <laughs> Why does a chipmunk turn me on? Well, no, but I was, I was, yeah, I had, I had not had that experience um, before or after. Yeah. Okay, so you believe in love at first sight? I didn't know that about you. Yes. Yes, I do. Okay. Okay. What is your favorite love song? My favorite love song is For the Love of You by the Isley Brothers. Oh. Drifting on a memory. Okay. All right. Uh, what is it? That's oh, the background. That's the background. <laughs> Damn. Mine would have to be Anita Baker. Sweet love. Have mm-hmm. me call and not your name. I feel no shame. Right now. All right now. 
Yeah, man. She be doing it. All right. Shout out to Khalil Haywood. I know. Okay. (laughs) My man. My man. Dad's cousin is in love with Anita Baker. So, shout out to him. All right. What else? All right. Define love in five words. Yeah, that's that's not going to work for me. That's not going to work for... Oh, that's six words. (laughs) Just start with not not going to work for me. (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah, love is. I don't, it's gonna take too much time in the recording to figure that out. But you said it before we started. It will break you down. <laughs> that's not a definition of love. That's what it does. That's the function of it to 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 bring you down to your core self, so to build you back up to who you really are. Strip away the to strip away all the trash. But yeah, I don't have a definition of love in five words. Love I'm not is of that right now. Love is the universe connecting with itself. That's more than five words. The universe connecting with itself. The universe connecting with itself. Yeah. That makes sense. You're really good at this, answering your own questions. Well, so I'll go with that one. No. I'm, I'm literally telling you right now, I'm not going to answer that question. It's not going to work for me. It's late. Okay. We have to figure something else out. Oh, my Valentine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not going to work. All right. So, Adai and I, well, Adai has read and done a... Seminar A on... brief presentation. <laughs> <laughs> Not a seminar law. On the five love languages. They get no credits. By, was it Gary Chapman? Yes. That's a book if anybody wants to go check it out wherever books are sold. It's also <laughs> an online quiz. You can take the inventory Is and learn really? your love language. It's free. I need to do that. Oh my God. I told you this years ago. I'm about to do that. Wow. So what's your love language and how you... What's your love language and how you like to receive love? Physical touch, acts of... No, sorry, physical touch. And I think um, because of the way you express... You have been expressing things over the years, I appreciate words of affirmation. I see. But it's definitely my primary is physical touch. Yeah. Where do you want to be touched? Wow. Where don't I want to be touched? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no it's not even like it's not and that's not even a sexual thing it's like I'm a, I'm a carnal being like i like physical sensations yeah when his mom comes to visit she gives him all kinds of hugs kinds and rubs hugs. and stuff and i'm like go for it sis go off sis go off because i don't want to be hugging him all the time this just sounds weird <laughs> but his but mom back is very lovey-dovey she's mad affectionate yeah. my whole family's like that um but that's part of the whole um, love language is where you often develop as your primary love language, the language by which you were primarily loved. And so, yeah. Okay, cool. And how do you show love? I've learned to show love through acts of service. And I think I got that from my both of my parents, too, because there's more. there was always more than enough things to be done. Cool. Yeah. Well, I just took the quiz. <laughs> yeah. What's your and primary love language? And what you said language? seems to be accurate. My primary love language is acts of service. And that is 
exactly how my parents functioned mm. in terms of raising me and my brother. It was really about doing stuff for us as opposed to any kind of affectionate physical touch or words of affirmation or anything like that. It was just all the things that need to be done to take care of people. Mm-hmm. So, um, and so I think that's part of the reason my, my least, <laughs> my least love language. Yeah, go with that. It's <laughs> <laughs> physical touch. I don't show love very much as physical touch mm-hmm. because it's foreign to me. Mm-hmm. Like, it just wasn't something that was done. Mm-hmm. So, I'm sorry. I'm neglecting you. That's why you be wilding out on me when I touch you. Be like, you be like, get off me. You I'm like, some more uh, touching. People are watching. Chill <laughs> So it's a struggle, not just with a die, but with my children too. Like I have to consciously tell myself, give them hugs, mm. give them kisses. Make sure you give them kisses when you say goodbye in the morning. Make sure you give them kisses at night before they go. Like I have to consciously. What do you think? Constantly. When they be trying to go to bed. Tell I'll be myself. Like, did you not? Did you go give your mother hugs and kisses? You better go give mama hugs and kisses. So it's something I have to talk myself, talk to myself about all the time. But I think I'm getting better. So. Yeah, you are. We're trying to break this generational curse. Break it. I think, I mean, it's at, this is Black History Month, so I feel like black people in general have more of a difficulty with these kind of affectionate things because of how we have been conditioned to be in this country. So showing so much love and affection and your loved one might get stripped away from you could be... Or you end up on the hyper side. Yeah, I mean, I'm just spitballing here. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm like, I'm very black, but I'm also super West Indian. And that's, as you said that, I'm like, wow. Well, you're more Latino. That's what I'm, and so, yeah. Y'all are spicy. I'm spicy. <laughs> <laughs> as I'm here, sitting here listening to you, I'm like, I don't have that burden. I don't carry that in my identity. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's probably... I would venture to say that my experience is common where your parents or grandparents or whoever did the work to take care of you. Yeah, work, 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 Did the work work, to take care of you to keep you alive. And that's how they showed you that they loved you. Acts of service. I cooked dinner, didn't I? I cooked you a meal every day, three times a day. I paid the light bill. I paid the water bill. I did. I raised you right. Didn't I do what I was supposed to do? And that's how black people show love. At least that has been my experience in my family. Yeah. And the physical affectionate part wasn't as, um, it wasn't as big of a thing. Mm -hmm. So, um, yes. And what was the other thing? How do I... Choose to express it? Choose to express it. Yeah, I think I do, like you were saying, words of affirmation. You do a good job of words of affirmation. Especially with the children, too. Quality time and probably just words of affirmation. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I love you. You're awesome. Now go somewhere else. (laughs) Yeah, back up, yeah. (laughs) Go play in your room. Don't you wish your tablet? Go do something on your tablet. I love you. You're awesome. You're amazing. Keep the lights on, didn't you? You're wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) I believe in you. All right, so I hope everyone has an amazing day, whether you're spending it um, with family, friends, boo, bow, bae, whatever. 
Whatever the young people are calling them these whatever days. Whatever young. Whatever these kids, these kids are saying. Friends in Times Day. Friends in Times. You know, they got like Friendsgiving. So I don't know. Is there a Friends in Times Day? I feel like I should make a shirt. I don't know. I saw saw one of our friends posted something about Galentine's yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever it is, um, the new Issa Rae movie is out. So. Oh, the letter? The picture? The photograph? Yeah. So go. The thing. (laughs) The thing. (laughs) (laughs) The photograph. So go maybe watch that even if it's by yourself. Buy yourself some roses. Buy yourself some chocolate. I don't know. Watch a comedy. Watch Boomerang. Marcos. <laughs> Do you? Son. Yeah. Or you know, punch your lover in the face. No. Wow. <laughs> no, don't do that, y'all. I'm gonna get us bumped out of the self help category. <laughs> We're not in the self help category. <laughs> anyway, have an amazing Valentine's Day, and um, but we will chat with y'all next week. Mm-hmm. Spark it up. Spark it up, yeah. Thanks for checking us out. Remember to follow us on Instagram at the Black Spark Podcast. And if you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening. 